BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, welcome to the Bustle Huddle. I'm your host, Jada Gomez, and I am so excited that we're here with our first episode of 2019. Thanks for sticking with us. You made it through a rough year. I know 2018 had a lot of ups and downs, but we're here and we are in a brand new light. Woohoo! I'm so excited about that. So I know that we're a couple of weeks into New Year's, but I just love the feel of it. I love going to Target and getting myself a new planner and just scheduling out all of my goals and all the things that I want to accomplish this year. So I'm definitely still in the warm and fuzzies from all of that newness that comes with a new year. And I love the fact that I got to spend New Year's Eve in my pajamas with my mom and my dog watching old TCM movies with Grace Kelly and Frank Sinatra, and it was just fantastic. But I know all of us don't typically spend New Year's in our pajamas. I know that you guys are probably all around the world celebrating. So hit me up. I would love to hear what you did. So you can write us at huddleatbustle.com. Tell me about how you spent your New Year's, how the first two weeks have been going, and also what you want to hear on the pod. So definitely send us your ideas and suggestions because you just might hear it. This week, we've got our first celebrity episode of 2019, Emily Arlick from Grownish. You might know her as Nomi. I absolutely loved catching up with Emily. She is fantastic. Another lover of canceled plans. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Grownish debuted yesterday, got to see the first two episodes. How does it feel that that's actually out in the world now and people can see what you've been working on and it's been under wraps for a bit? It's so exciting. It's I kept forgetting that it was airing last night because we're still shooting. So it's strange that something's out there that I'm not finished with yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> last season we had finished well before the show had premiered. How many episodes do you have left, or how how deep in how, how deep we are you into it right now? We're over halfway done, so we're in the home stretch now. So, I'm always curious. Like, if I was on a hit show, I would want to go and like read all of the tweets and mm-hmm. check all of the hashtags and see like you know if Nomi's become like a really cute gif or meme. Do you ever <laughs> do that after episodes air? Well, when we're live tweeting, you kind of have to. Um, keep up mm-hmm. which is like feels like a full-time job and fortunately in those scenarios we've seen the episodes beforehand because there's absolutely no way possible to like live tweet and keep up with what people are saying on twitter yeah and actually watch the show it's just it's not possible yeah it legit is like a full-time social media editor job yeah, on top of no joke acting yeah so has she been any memes that you've just kind of like loved over the last two seasons? Um, not quite yet. No, I'm. There's been so many. I mean, I feel like the one big one was when was last season when she's at the bar and she says, "Like respect the letter." Yeah. Can I swear on this? Okay. 
No. Okay. Should have asked that first. So first things first, I wanted to play a quick rapid fire question round dealing with firsts. But before we even go there, let's just talk New Year's. Do you buy into New Year's resolutions? No. No, just never at all. No, I'm not opposed to them. It just they never resonated with me. That I feel like that is just such a freeing way to walk into a new year well, versus like having like a list of things that Yeah, I don't know. I probably could use a little more New Year's resolution in me. I that would actually be really probably nice. I just never I don't know. It just never stuck with me. I never like really seriously considered New Year's resolutions as a thing. Yeah, that's very that's a very realist way of taking it because I feel like if you look at Twitter, everyone's like, I'm going to be no days off in the gym or mm-hmm. no days off in this. And yeah, I'm just like, I'd be tired me. by January. 4th. I'm tired already. <laughs> I'm always tired. Same. So let's kick off our rapid fire first episode of the year, first new year, new you type questions. Okay. Are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Was it good? Which tea did you pick? I didn't. I just had hot water. I'm like, I don't know. Not feeling teas. Yeah. <laughs> so boring. I'm literally drinking hot water. Nothing's been more boring ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you ready? Yes. All right. Cool. So who was the first person you texted on New Year's? Well, I flew that morning um, to come to New York. So the driver... <laughs> Who's picking me up, saying I'm going to be out in a minute. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Did you actually hit New Year's on the plane? I hit New Year's in REM REM state. I was sleeping. That, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm so, this is the saddest thing. It's like, I'm drinking hot water and and I was asleep (laughs) at midnight. This is a very deep insight into who I am, by the way. But I like love every bit of it because I spent New Year's in my pajamas like watching Family Guy and I was so happy about that yeah I was watching my sister came over we watched half of the new Mary Poppins and then watched um the Great British baking show for hours that's like the way a New Year should be and I was asleep at 11 yes (laughs) I'm 80 (laughs) (laughs) okay going back a little bit deeper with this one what was the first poster on your wall as a child Oh, I think it was, um, it was, oh God, so it was definitely Nick Sawa. Yeah. And he was in this movie and I'm forgetting the name of it, but I was so into it. It was like him and, was it him and Jonathan Taylor Thomas? That was my guy, JTT. JTT, I mean. Oh, JTT. Devin Sawa? Yes, who did I say? Nick Sawa. Who's not, who's Nick Sawa? Is that a person? <laughs> Forget wait, is so that Devin Sawa. Sawa. That Hold be. on though. This is a, are you talking about Wild America? Yeah, <laughs> wait. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Yes. Yep. Is he the same guy that yep. was in um, Wow, I'm having feelings just looking at it. Yeah. I wish everyone who's listening right now could see the photo I'm looking at. <laughs> and if there's a way to like insert link to this photo it's so dreamy it's just like beautiful 90s boys with long luscious hair that is an epic first poster it's so funny like all young not all young girls that's never true of anything but there's this thing with young girls and I was one of them like loving the boys with the long hair because they're so feminine looking and they're so um 
um, safe. You know what I mean? So it was like them with the long hair. And I also had a big crush on um, the middle Hanson brother who also had long hair. And I think he kind of looks like me, which is so gross. But it's like and and I, I was never into Justin Bieber, but he had long hair and like young girls were into him. I think there's like this thing with the boys with their like pretty boys with the long hair and it's mm-hmm. like a very safe crush for for a, a young girl for a young girl because they're so, so pretty looking <laughs> okay and then finally what was the first website that you ever remember visiting like when you finally got AOL oh where'd you go Pro- I mean AOL for sure I was like obsessed with checking my email and AIM Mm-hmm. Instant, ma- uh, instant. Was it called instant messenger? Instant messenger. Yeah. Did, did you like have like the real like tween away messages? Yes, and they were like really, really moody yes. lyrics, <laughs> like so concerning. <laughs> so, do you remember your screen name? Yeah, I had two, and they're equally horrible. One was it's so embarrassing. One was Lucky Chick. It's so peak AOL. So peak AOL. And then the other one, I don't, uh, I don't even remember what this was referenced to, but it was Baby Balula, and I, I remember it was like a take on a beluga. Yeah, Baby Beluga. Yeah, but it was Balula. I don't know. Maybe Beluga was taken. Yeah, and you had to like, and they suggested Balula. (laughs) I don't know. So. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, to make you feel better, I had Aaliyah's little sister for a little while. (laughs) That was mine. That is really sweet. And then I think I had some kind of like angel, like. Yeah, of course you did. Angel star thing, too, situation going on. Yeah. (laughs) I'm shocked I didn't. Right? Yeah. You had to have like your city, your state, yeah. a number, and like girl. Yeah, exactly. G R L. Exactly. Or G U R L. G U R L. Oh my gosh, bringing it back. I'm. This is making me get all the warm and fuzzies with like J T T and yeah. away messages. Like let's just let's go back only there. Talk about yes. late nineties. Goodbye, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Let's go back <laughs> to nineteen ninety nine. So back to the topic of college, since Gronish is all about the college experience. So I heard you just graduated. I graduated in June. I walked and everything with a cap and gown. How did that feel? Um, Very surreal. And the ceremony was very boring, but I'm glad I did it. It was very long and very boring. Yeah, those they they really are. I think the what brings color to it is just like listening to families' reactions when people walk across the stage. Like yeah. some could be really quiet, and then other people are like going insane. And like I yeah. just love like those family reactions. Yeah, <laughs> they wake it up a little. I'm bit. glad I did it. Yeah, and I'm glad I don't need to sit through another graduation <laughs> ceremony. So I know that you attended college remotely, so your experience was a little bit different. But is there anything that you filmed that Nomi's had to go through that you're like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't have to experience that? I mean, a lot, most of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to do a quick inventory of everything Nomi's done. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think I of I guess, anything. like, for example, in, like, last night's episode – her with um, living with roommates and like Nomi's the one that's like I'm just gonna be super open and like keep the bathroom door open yeah (laughs) like would you be like I'm okay with open door peeing you're okay with that I'm not offended by that I'm not offended by that at all. Her Francia's character is like, I felt like she was like me. It's like, get 
like out. personal space please <laughs> yes. yeah i'm also for personal space though i think yeah when you live with someone you definitely kind of need to be a bit flexible and understand you know we're all just different human beings and have different sets of um parameters of what makes us feel comfortable at any given moment right and kind of meeting that other person halfway i thought that was hilarious <laughs> yeah it was really fun to shoot yeah and then I guess on the flip side of that, is there anything that Nomi's gone through that you wish you had um, in college? No, I mean, her partying and things like that, I mean, you can do that without going to college. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of got that stuff out of my system early. Just growing up in L.A., I think you kind of end up growing up, a l- can, can grow up a little bit faster. I, mm-hmm. I certainly had that kind of, I think I exhausted that in high school so that by the time it was um, appropriate to kind of go off to college, I think I was a little tired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I have a lot of friends who grew up within New York City. I grew up in Queens, so it was mm-hmm. a little bit more suburban. Mm-hmm. But my friends who like grew up in Man- Manhattan, they said the same thing about you just kind of grow up a little faster because it's like yeah. by the time you're six, you've gone to the Empire State Building, you've seen all the shows. Yeah. It's like, all right, the next thing is to like go out. And then yeah. by the time you get to college, it's like, I went out in New York City. Yeah. yeah. I'm, But I, I'm also, I, I'm always just wanting to be home anyway. So I don't really envy, I mean, you know, I was asleep by midnight on New Year's. You know what I mean? Right. I don't really have that. Let me put it this way. I don't ever really experience FOMO because mm-hmm. I just like to be home. Yes. So I'm never like, oh, I wish I was there. I'm like, oh. So bad, I'm home. <laughs> I feel that on so many different levels. I never miss like not being, yeah. being somewhere, or if like if something's like canceled, if there's a canceled. Oh plan, my god! I'm like what a gift! Thank you. What a <laughs> this gift! This is great. <laughs> I have such a. I th- I talk about that often. Like when someone cancels on you last minute, I'm like, we are good. Yeah, like, like do not I worry. love you. It is all good. I'll see you whenever. Like. We're good. I like, am so about the canceled plans. More me canceled too. plans in 2019. Let's make, let's bring that That's energy. That's a New Year's resolution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Cancel more plans. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So I know for a lot of people, Grownish is one, like I was telling Anna, it's one of the shows that I like 
collect it on my DVR, and mm-hmm. then it's like a nice, like warm and cozy Saturday night mm-hmm. where I can just catch up on everything and like put on a face mask, <laughs> and I just feel very cared for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wanted to talk about self care. Like, is that even a thing in LA in terms oh of like God. winter self care? Like, because self care like- is the biggest thing in LA. LA is the mecca of self care. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think you can go anywhere more self care than. LA. That's so interesting because I was, you know, I'm thinking I'm like, oh, beaches and summer and sun. So there's your there's your self-care right there. But like, no, but LA has like everything. You know what I'm in terms of that. It's a very um, I don't know. There's definitely like a undercurrent of spirituality, I think, to kind of make up for all of the superficiality that's going on. It's like, you know, there's balance in everything. So mm-hmm. I think just as hard as the you know, like frou-frou of LA, yeah. there's also like, you got to make up for it somewhere. It's so I, so there's also like tons of outlets for for self-care. So have, since you've grown up there, have you been big on self-care? Like, Huge. does this seem, does this seem like this craze is just like way late to the world? I don't world? really <laughs> see it as a craze. I just see it as like, you know, part of being a human. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of yourself. Like, I think that's what we should be teaching children like you got to take care of yourself it's the same thing as the concept of putting the oxygen mask on yourself before someone else on an airplane if you you know what I mean if you can't breathe you can't help someone else breathe absolutely so what are some of your self-care practices real housewives (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is your favorite joke but also very serious yeah (laughs) um which is my favorite (sighs) I love Beverly Hills because it's I mean, no pun intended, very close to home. <laughs> um, so I do love Beverly Hills. Yeah. I can do – New York is definitely my self-care one. I like New York, too. I love to see – and you probably feel this way, too, with, like, with Beverly Hills, like, looking at the places that they go, and I'm just kind of – I'll text my friend. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we got Manny's there. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We, like, know what we're doing. And I yeah. love – I think Sonia is, is my spirit animal. She's so wonderful. So great. Love her. So, so great. So, okay, cool. So what are – Besides from the housewives, yeah. what are some self-care practices that you, like, need to do just yeah. to, like, feel like your best self? Definitely breathe. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, meditation is huge, huge, huge. And if I'm not – if I take days off from it, I really, really feel the mm. ramifications. So that's a, a really big one for me. Even if it's literally two minutes, like, mm-hmm. just sit and be quiet and close your eyes and breathe, like – I think part of the misconception about that is, and I have fallen to the same misconception, is like, oh, I don't have 10 minutes or I don't have this. And the truth is, you know, you probably do. But if if it feels like that, just take one minute. Mm. Take three good breaths. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be this, like, lofty thing with... um, Like an hour long. Yeah, and a cushion and this, like, glamorous incense burning. Just, like, go sit and close your eyes for two minutes. That's That's a really, really good point. And I think that I, that's something that doesn't cost anything, mm-hmm. and it's just simply, like, has to do with, like, you internally. Yeah, just pay attention to what you're thinking. So canceled plans in 2019, more <laughs> meditation in 2019. There you go. <laughs> I think you just gave me my New Year's resolutions. We got it. <laughs> okay, so moving on to a more serious topic, let's talk about double standards and stereotypes. So what have you learned from playing Nomi mm-hmm. and, like, the this 
this kind of identity, sp- the spectrum, this double standard mm-hmm. that is going on with so many people who are literally like thanking you for bringing to the forefront. What have you learned? I've learned so much. Um, I think like the big first thing that I learned just from a boring statistical level mm-hmm. was that bisexual people make up the majority of the people in the LGBTQ community but are the least represented in the media. Mm. And that was a really interesting paradox to me that I just didn't know. So to bring that kind of visibility to that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something I just never considered before. Yeah, it's it's really needed. And I feel like if you are getting images that just don't reflect who you are after yeah. a while, it, that you're just closed off. So. Yeah, well, it sends a message that, like, your story isn't important telling or you're not important or, you know, it sends a very clear message if you're if you don't see yourself reflected in the stories that are told in film and in TV and in books and whether or not you consciously understand what that message is. I think some subconsciously you feel it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that right now just this movement of having more visibility of all different kinds of people mm-hmm. whether what you look like or what you feel like or what your sexual preferences are I mean that's kind of what everything's about right now yeah as it, it should be I mean we're so complex and so complicated and so why would we expect our sexual preferences to be simple mm-hmm. like nothing about us is simple like, how weird would that be if, like, the one thing simple about us was who we're attracted to? Yeah. I think that is so, so true. And just yeah. people, like, you know, my coworker who I know is going to listen to this and be yeah. so excited. That's one of the things that she always struggles with, too. Of She's course. Like, Absolutely not. This is who I am. And that's a thing, too. Like, if people are constantly changing, which I believe they are, I think that we're always changing and evolving, why would we expect our sexuality and to to be the one constant Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like life is long yes so can you give us any hints about what's in store for nomi this season yes i can i'm really excited about nomi's storyline this season and i can't wait for people to watch it Mm -hmm. um nomi starts to really take stock of her promiscuity and kind of starts to evaluate why she's hooking up with so many different people and more specifically the type of people she's hooking up with and starts talking to her gender studies teacher about kind of what it really means to be a feminist and also someone who's in the LGBTQI community. And she delves pretty deep down this journey. I'm so, so excited to see that. And I know yeah. there's going to be so many fans that are going to be chomping at the bit yeah. for all of it. I, I will say that she, I think a, a big key to it is the fact that she has yet to come out to her parents. Mm-hmm. So I can chat with you for hours. I know, it's so fun. <laughs> so for people who aren't in our Cozy Pod, where can people find you? Where can they watch the show? They can watch the show on Freeform on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then also on Hulu. They can find me on Instagram. I'm so, I hate social media. So embarrassed. I'm perpetually embarrassed. Aww. It's okay. We'll get through it. Yeah. I don't know. It's 2019. People know. They know. They're like, just search my name just in t- your I don't social know. media. I don't know what choice. to tell you. <laughs> you guys know. You figured out how to listen to a podcast. I don't know. 
I love it. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. And we are rooting for you and Nomi for season two. Thank you. This was so fun. So how awesome was Emily? I was a total fan of Grownish before speaking with her, but now I know that I am absolutely going to keep up with all of the happenings of Nomi on this season. So that's it for this episode. The Bustle Huddle is produced by Anna Parsons and Michaela Heck with help and love from Roseanne Salvatore. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts, and definitely leave us reviews on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can also reach us at huddle at bustle.com. I'm your host, Jada Gomez, and I will see you next week.